This is Gray. This is Mel. This is Liz. And we want to welcome you to Chuck Versus the Podcast, episode 94 for Monday, November 14th, 2011. We have a new episode of Frosted Tips to discuss, but first, a couple of quick news hits. Mel? Well, in ratings news, it's not good news. Yeah. Chuck versus the Bearded Bandit dropped to 8.9 in the 18, point, 18 to 49 demo and about 3.2 million viewers overall. Uh, that's a new low. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but I'm, I'm really curious to see the DVR numbers because I've been getting several people who are emailing me and saying that they were surprised to have seen a new episode of Chuck on their DVR when they turned it on on Saturday because they didn't even know Chuck was back, let alone on a Friday. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. And I mean, these are not, they're they are kind of casual fans. They're not on the site every day, but they're fans. You know, they have it programmed into their DVR. Mm-hmm. They know to come to checktv.net for news. So it's not like they're total newbies. Yeah. So that was weird. Plus, you know, last Friday we heard that there were, you know, people were saying, you know what, my affiliate just doesn't even, it airs uh, high school football on Fridays. Wow. It doesn't even air check until like after midnight on Saturday. Yowie. Which, yeah, that's, I mean, that's not counted in the Nielsen's, obviously. Um, not in the in the same day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and others, I guess there was some power outages in Wisconsin and uh, Connecticut. I don't know. We got from several different parts of the country saying that they didn't even have power, which I don't know what was going on. But Wow. Yeah, so some random stuff. Um and it seems it kind of has affected overall. I mean, if you look at the other shows airing in that time slot, Extreme Home Makeover had the most viewers with 4.86 million and K- Kitchen Nightmares rated the highest in the demo with a 1.5. So obviously Friday night standards are different than other nights if those are the two highest rated shows. Well, the uh, time slot. And, and it appears that viewers want non-scripted fare too. Well, I, th- I think it's because like I know for, for my wife, Extreme Home Makeover is like a religion and yeah. You know, she's going to watch that no matter what. Mm-hmm. I think the these shows have a very very loyal audience who have just programmed their lives around that time. Um mm-hmm. it shouldn't theoretically affect Chuck or not, but I I think the reality is Chuck has a little bit of a younger demographic than than that show and Friday night is Friday night. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I find myself having a little more uh more conflicts than I expected mm-hmm. on Friday nights, but oh well. For yeah. the love of Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least it's so easy to get online, right? <clears throat> Liz? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, depends on who you ask. Yeah. We've, had, we've had actually had a lot of questions about that, about when the episodes will start streaming on NBC.com or Hulu and iTunes and all the other whatever else is available. Um, we've been asking our contact at NBC and Warner Brothers as well, and the news isn't promising, guys. So far, mm-hmm. we're being told that negotiations for the streaming rights are ongoing, but it doesn't look like episodes will be available online anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Sorry to say. So that's kind of going to hurt things, too. Yeah. Time to invest in a DVR. Yeah. Or go the old-fashioned route and use your VCR. Yep. Yeah. They still work, actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Yeah. Anyway. Give it so, another 10 years, they'll be going back to them. Yeah. Well, but for some good news, because we like good news, 
We're hearing more positive rumors about air dates for new episodes, and our sources say it's likely that we'll get to see the Christmas episode in time for Christmas. Uh, 507, before the show goes on holiday hiatus, after all. So we'll update you as soon as that is confirmed. We won't be in January with Christmas decorations in the show. You know, someone commented on the podcast, um, on, our, on last week's podcast, and said that the fact that the Halloween decorations were up was actually a plot point because Morgan stole the bandit mask right, off the show. Right, right. So, yes, it was actually a plot point, but... That, yeah, it still bugged me. So, <laughs> that was that's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Before we talk about Chuck versus the Frosted Tips, which I think we all loved, we're going to hear from our featured sponsors. This week's featured sponsors have products that help your computer. Don't have enough PCI slots in your computer? Magma.com can add more. Even high-end graphics or storage cards, starting at eight hundred twenty-nine dollars. Or take a look at NetStore with PCI expansion enclosures starting at $499. FX Factory by Noise Industries powers hundreds of visual effects for Final Cut Pro, Motion, Final Cut Express, and Adobe After Effects. Part 2 of our sponsor messages will be after the episode discussion. And we're back to talk about the tips. It was two thumbs up from here. Two thumbs up from here. And here. Yeah, honestly, it, this was Chuck. This was this was the fun Chuck that we uh, love. Uh, and I mean, Morgan with those tips was awesome. And going back to their their high school or their actually junior high relationship, and yeah, we had Ellie and awesome, and it was just I, I think firing on all cylinders. I, you know, I, I said already that this is my favorite of the first three. I thought it was outstanding. Um, it felt like, you know, there's a major payoff there for Morgan having the intersect mm -hmm. the the, the storyline. We kind of saw what the point was because, you know, we, we saw it testing his relationship with Chuck. And then we also found out that it was planted and Chuck was supposed to have it that someone, not Beckman. Mm hmm sent him the intersect in the hopes of destroying his brain. Yeah. And they think it's Decker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Chuck thinks it's Decker. I think it's Decker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the obvious uh, answer. Yeah, especially because we haven't seen Decker in a bit, so... Uh, yeah, he wasn't in this episode. Mm -hmm. I had forgotten that. Yeah. There was so much kind of nebulous talk of him that it seemed like he was there. Yeah, and especially after that really... Th menacing, threatening meeting that they had at the end of uh, episode one, I think, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I imagine he's coming back with a vengeance. Actually, wasn't it at the end of episode two? And episode one is when he stole all their money. I don't know. Oh, was it They're really? I thought I thought that was at the end of episode one. Anyway, um, somebody's gonna <laughs> email the the moment after. Um, yeah. they, they listen to the podcast and see. <laughs> <laughs> we know you guys will tell us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I loved, um, and, and, and even the little subplots like, like awesome with the baby and all the stuff he was able to do before 945. Oh, <laughs> dang. What was in that shake, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was more, it was more, um, really, I do all my normal stuff and that's the only time that's gone by. What am I going to do for the rest of the day with this baby? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Been there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I I quickly checked my my DVR and that Decker meeting was Chuck versus the Zoom. So we haven't okay. seen him in two episodes. Okay. It just seems like he's been around more than that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, one one thing, you know, going back to the very beginning of this episode with Sarah in the van doing surveillance and coaching Casey through his mission. Oh my goodness! To ask out Gertrude was so good such a wonderful way to start off this episode and i couldn't help but chuckle over the fact that that is such a happily married person thing to do Mm -hmm. you know you know your friend gets married and all of a sudden they're like let me help you hook up you know let me let me let me set you up with my friend or let me you know they want everybody to be as happy as they are and i thought that was just a really authentic thing to have sarah doing yeah and again it shows how far she's come Mm mm-hmm she's able to give advice on relationships now she feels confident mm-hmm. you know speaking of how far sarah has come um this entire episode she was really um i was just marveling at the fact that she was the one that was making you know these two guys wait a minute wait a minute this is morgan grimes we're talking about mm-hmm. they're all angry and caught up in their you know in their emotions and sarah's the one that's stepping back and saying wait a minute guys this is this isn't just some you know, Mark that we're after, this is, this is Morgan. This Mm -hmm. is your best friend. This is your buddy. You know, um, we got to find out what's wrong. So, I mean, there's a whole new Sarah. There's a, you know, you talk about an evolution of a character. Well, I think it was also that she was able to kind of look at it objectively and she was remembering back to when that intersector was going haywire in Chuck's head. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's, she's still a first class spy. She, she, keeps reminding us that she's a very good spy Mm -hmm. and she was making those connections and those deductions and so yeah it's kind of the i don't know i just i'm really loving sarah this season Mm -hmm. well and and i think everybody like like i I think it's so refreshing that awesome knows and so when when chuck or morgan or whoever have an issue they can go to awesome and talk or they can talk to ellie about what it's doing to the brain and 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 it's it's neat to see that they're all able to have a different perspective on things and they're able to share that with each other yeah actually yeah because sarah went to ellie and said hey help Mm -hmm. me out help me understand what what could be going wrong yeah and ellie gave her you know a way to bring him back from it that was you know that couldn't have happened in season three Mm mm-hmm that was awesome. Yeah. That was that was a really again a way to show just how far these characters have come since, um, you know, even even partway through season four. Mm-hmm. And we have some interesting yeah. things going forward. Um, I mean, first of all, uh, Casey and Gertrude <laughs> um, going forward, and then we've got Jeff, who's healed of his Jeffness. <laughs> yeah. Um, How'd you like that? That was fun. Boy, that was oh boy. Fun. You talk about an intersect change. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jeff being normal is like the equivalent of what the intersect can do to somebody else. Uh Exactly. A 180. Yeah. Quinoa, what? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And that is, after I watched that episode, um, I, I kind of went back to that moment because it feels like that was sort of a watershed moment for the series. Mm hmm. That was, a, I mean, of course, it's a huge turning point for Jeff and it will affect Lester, but I just have a feeling that it's a huge moment for the series as a whole. Interesting. Interesting. And we'll I see if see I'm that. right. Yeah, I can see what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. 
It was major. Yeah. Yeah, it it did seem, and it seemed like it was it was set up as something significant. Exactly. Like they wouldn't have built so much into it if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But what? You know, it was it was yeah. funny. It was funny as I was watching him walk into the buy more, you know, and he's all cleaned up and his hair smoothed down, and you know, he's looking. He just he looked like Scott Krinsky. I know. <laughs> the real, yeah, the real Scott Krinsky. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, and and actually, it it's interesting because um, Jeff and Lester have been so close to and to knowing the truth about Chuck, but they're just so dumb <laughs> that they they can't pick yeah. up on it. I'm wondering if if this new Jeff will pick pick up on it. That was my That's speculation too. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we saw him back in Tom Sawyer. We got some glimpses. Yeah. of intelligence. And the way he came through for Ellie with the um, engagement, the video at the, not the engagement, uh, the rehearsal dinner, mm-hmm. you know, you just see these kind of little glimpses of brilliance from him. Yeah. And now that he is carbon monoxide free, <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows what he could end up doing? Yeah. yeah. Or or seeing now, you know, because he told uh, Lester that he's seeing everything so clearly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's when I went, uh oh. <laughs> this may be bigger than it appears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well Lester's gonna go right off the deep end with this. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna he's just gonna be all you know, for clemped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not gonna know what to do now. He's gonna be totally lost. He'll be, you know, the odd man out and uh I don't know. I think Lester may go to a really dark, dark place. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Vic would like that. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Uh, speaking speaking of dark place, you've got uh, Morgan and Alex. Oh yeah, um, and yeah. that wasn't resolved at the end. So obviously they're going to have to resolve that later. Mm-hmm. There's some some fences to men there. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I really liked that Casey did not. You know, he accepted the apology, but he still wouldn't let him move back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that. That was good job, Dad. <laughs> well, you know, saying yeah. I'm sorry is is fine, but there's still consequences that you have to be man enough to deal with. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's got to. And mm-hmm. Morgan took it well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though he's going out to a bomb in his car. Yeah. Well, his, uh, his mono tracer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he parked that in the Bymore. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact about that hair. He did not actually get frosted tips gomez did not oh yeah that that is a blonde wig no he's a blonde wig cut off and stuck on his hair glued to his hair really yeah well done makeup department wow wendy lynn makeup she's she's makeup not hair but yeah Uh uh-huh okay okay yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well done yeah well they i mean we 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 know that chuck has a a great great crew Mm -hmm. yeah very very talented but boy, you know, I, I tell you, when I started watching this this episode, I was getting angry and angry at Morgan. Oh yeah, who's actually yelling at my screen? Uh-huh. You jerk! You're so horrible. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was bad. <laughs> I went to a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at least he owned you know. In the end, you know, yeah. he yeah. said it wasn't all the intersect. It br- it brought out my inner jerk. Mm-hmm. And see, and see, and that's what I said in the last podcast. Yeah. Well, at least that jerk is gone now. He's he's had his drawers dropped. Yeah. 
literally and figuratively. That, that was actually, I, that was really well played. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. I totally didn't expect that Chuck would do that. Actually, mm-hmm. literally. It's, you know. Yeah. I didn't see it uh, A lot of people are going to be like, oh, I totally saw that coming. Well, okay. I'm stupid. Yeah. I didn't see <laughs> I really just I thought it was too obvious that he just wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, and it, it was too seventh grade. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chuck never changed. Yeah. Well, and and actually, it was it was, it was neat. I mean, the whole Matrix um, yeah. pulling back with the trank um, stuff coming, and the way you get the intersect is by pulling his pants down. <laughs> yeah. I I love that they got that Matrix visual. Yeah. In there, you knew they had to do it eventually. Hmm. And it was cool that that Morgan got to do it, not Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we think so, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you well, know, I gotta say, yeah, mm-hmm. Carrie Ann Moss, I, I'm loving her. Oh in yeah. So yeah. In fact, I commented to my daughter. She was kind of she was sitting there with me. I said, you know, she needs to stay on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. Should have been on here sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Adam Bald. She and Adam Baldwin. That chemistry is outstanding. I mean, oh, that's yeah. Like, yeah, that's like Zach and Yvonne levels. Of mm-hmm. chemistry. Yeah, and it's giving Casey something to do. Mm-hmm. You know, some something really meaty to work with mm-hmm. and and explore. Um, oh gosh, I just can't wait to see more of that. Could you see them wrapping up the season or the series with uh, with him and her going off? You know, on their own mission. I could. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the yeah. only way to end the show, um, Casey's story. Yeah, it's it's funny. You know what the the um, the whole storyline with and oh, I'm forgetting her name. Uh, his Kathleen. Ex- Kathleen. Yeah, his uh, his old fiance. Like I, I I love the actress who who plays that character and the characters. Uh, I mean, nice enough and everything, but when you compare Casey with Kathleen and Casey with Gertrude. Casey and Gertrude just makes so much more sense. Right, exactly. Well, Gertrude is the woman for for Casey. Kathleen is the woman for Alex. Right. It's they're two different people. Yeah. You know, she was before, and and Gertrude is after. Yep. Yeah. Well, I oh and- gosh, Carrie Ann Moss. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, brilliant casting. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I loved the moment with Casey and Alex, actually. Mm-hmm. He actually gave her a hug, being mm-hmm. being Daddy Casey. That was precious. It was precious, and and especially because there was a bit of a contrast there because he wouldn't be affectionate with Gertrude in the beginning, but he would be affectionate with his daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. So he, I mean, he can when it's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. And he got his gun back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that was great. That was brilliant. <laughs> oh, and it was and it was fun in her office when he wouldn't just do the deed. He had to look around and and mm-hmm. you could see that, it, that he was just connecting. I mean, with the Ronald Reagan uh, mm-hmm. picture and and like it, they they just make sense on so many levels. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Perfect fit. That's why I could see them ending uh, Casey's story in this series with uh, with him and her going off and you know doing missions yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely and that i would be really satisfied with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah well so we we got uh, 10 more episodes and uh we have decker 
mm-hmm. was a, a big one. And obviously, obviously with the storyline of, of um, the hit on um, yeah. on Morgan. Morgan. Boy, full, full circle, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. You know, some people were complaining last week about the fact that Morgan was telling everybody that he was the intersect. Mm-hmm. And see, just wait. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Just wait, people. <laughs> yeah. What you're complaining about, you are supposed to be complaining about. Uh-huh. You're doing it right. Yeah. You feel that way? You're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Just, but just wait. Yeah, speaking of just wait, I I can't wait for episode eight. Boy, that's being built up so much. I don't yeah. even know that I even want to watch it at this point. My brain's <laughs> yeah. not going to live up to the hype. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's actually a... a little inkling of a tiny rumor that we might get that before the hiatus too oh boy but that is so unconfirmed uh-huh say that right now it's so unconfirmed but it would be so nice it happen. it would be so nice to have a good strong episode before a hiatus i mean mm-hmm. hopefully they learn from season three boy that was unfortunate yeah yeah uh anyway <laughs> That's in the past. That is way in the past. That's almost two years ago. Far in the past. Uh, that's a year and a half ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, there was something else I was going to mention from this episode. Oh, it was nice to see Beckman back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still doing her part to help Team Bartowski. Mm-hmm. In the parkade. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, um, you know, Becky doing her Pilates. <laughs> Four looks good. <laughs> I love that. What is oh. wrong with them? So many things. <laughs> so many things. Yeah. Oh yeah. There, yeah. There, there were some really good lines in this one. Yeah, there were. There were. Yeah. And this is a Phil Clemmer episode. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, had a great interview with him. Um, and one of the things he he said, and and actually it was it was it was really neat because um, you know we we lamented at the end of season three when Ali Adler left, Scott Rosenbaum left. Matt Miller left, Zev Burrow left, and Phil Klemmer left all at once. And um, Phil said something pretty profound, and that's that um, even though all of these guys were great writers, they had hit a point after three seasons that they were kind of not not running out of ideas, but, um, you know, you, you get a little tired. Yeah. And uh, And the fresh blood that came in season four they would have needed anyway, even if it mm-hmm. hadn't have been for that timing of, of, of those writers leaving. And, and even Phil said going to undercovers and coming back that that was the best thing for him. So that when he, when he came back, he could have fresh ideas. Um, so I, I think that, uh, I mean, this, this is a new Phil, you know, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's a really different perspective, but it mm-hmm. makes sense. I mean, after three years, you need to you need to do something different. Mm-hmm. I get you know, Liz knows. I drag her along with all my new pictures. <laughs> yeah, I get bored. Not even after three years, but um, you know, I know we really limited. <laughs> <laughs> we were really the fandom was very very sad when Allie Adler moved on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I liked uh, No Ordinary Family. I thought that was good. Yeah, me too. You know, she was on that, but then. I gotta say, I, I'm glad she's not on Chuck because now she's on Glee mm-hmm. and she's saving the show. <laughs> she and the other writers that they hired, yeah. you know, 
it's actually a show now and I like that show. So yeah, I'm okay with that. I am a okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I'm really eager to see what uh, Scott Rosenda- uh, Rosenbaum does with Port Royal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've heard of, heard of that pilot, but um, yes, I, I don't know I, if that's, yeah. Yeah. Gail Ann Hurd producing. Uh-huh. I would really like to see it go. I'm just yeah. not sure that's right, but. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, a couple of heavyweights there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Anything else from this episode? Um, good Ellie stuff. Lots of good Sarah stuff. Mm-hmm. They blew up another helicopter. <laughs> uh, Blowed and, up real good. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Morgan got to fly it. Mm-hmm. You know, now if that had been episode two, that would have been a really terrific parallel to yeah. point two. But yeah. you know, oh, pacing. Wow. Yeah. Um, Gertrude and Casey, awesomeness. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I I need to say another thing that came out in the interview with Phil Klemmer was that he said that episode three is only the beginning of a very strong run of episodes. Yeah. That's that's what I'm hearing. Too. Yeah, like three, four, five, six, seven, eight is what he mm-hmm. was saying. Just really, really strong. And that was what you had interviewed him right when they were filming eight. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's not to say that after eight they sucked. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it could sound that way. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. They, like basically, he was saying up up to that point that it was like things were just clicking. Mm-hmm. So. I like it. Yep. Cool. Me too. So I guess uh, I guess we've exhausted the discussion of the frosted tips. And... Not really. I just can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I meant to be writing stuff down, but you know, yeah. I didn't do it either time I watched. So. Yeah. Cool. So uh, next week we are sure is going to be a good one, and make sure that you do tell people that Chuck is on Friday night. Uh, we don't want people missing it because they don't know it's on. And uh, and don't, tell them not to count on catching it online the next day because that, you know, I, I hope we get news of a positive variety on that front mm-hmm. very soon. But yeah. right now it's not looking like that's an alternative. So set your VCR. Bring the party to your house on Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. But once party on. Give them what they want and have Chuck in the background. Mm-hmm. Be introducing no new people at this point. It doesn't really matter, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can appreciate it with you. Yeah. Cool. Very, very cool. Well, we're going to have another little word from our sponsors before we conclude and go to spoilers. Red Giant's Magic Bullet Suite can give you Hollywood-style looks and special effects as simply as with a single click. For a short time only, get Magic Bullet Mojo for only $49. Starting your own podcast? You need an audio interface to get sound in. Go to presonus.com for a wide range of affordable yet high-quality options. And if you're a photographer, you can get a lot more out of your camera with high-dynamic range photography, made possible by Photomatics Software. And we're back. Very thankful for our sponsors for making this show possible. And uh, so we're going to go to our spoilers in a second. But uh, hey, thanks for watching. And if you don't want to hear the spoilers, just turn us off. But otherwise, we're going to roll right on to some cool stuff. Bye-bye.
And we're back with spoilers. Mel. <laughs> well, we don't have the earth shattering this week, but uh, we do have the synopsis for next week's episode, Chuck mm-hmm. versus the business trip. Uh, Chuck and Sarah must uncover an assassin among the employees of a Buy More sales convention. Chuck and Sarah go undercover at a Buy More convention to hunt down an assassin whose mission is to take down the new intersect. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That kill order, that's legit. Yeah. Meanwhile, Morgan must deal with the consequences of having the intersect. And at the buy more, Jeff begins to show a very different side of himself. Mm. Adam Baldwin, Sarah Lancaster, Ryan McPartland, Vic Sahai, and Mark Christopher Lawrence also star. So it's going to be a full house in that episode. And um, I think that this is the one, Chris Vidak, when we were talking, I think he said that this is is a very sweet episode. Oh, interesting. Okay. Episode four. Yeah, he said it was just really sweet. And it was a very different kind of episode, Hmm. um, especially with um, Chuck and Sarah. They're kind of off on this mission on their own. Hmm. And yeah. So I'm curious. I'm eager to see what that means. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, TV Line has news about um, our big bad of the series appearing in the last four episodes of season five. Played again by um, Agnes McFadden. Angus, I'm sorry. <laughs> Agnes. Agnes. That's a whole different character. Yeah. <laughs> Will be when I get through with it. Yeah. Angus McFadden. <laughs> Nicholas Quinn is a formal CIA agent who now runs a mercenary spy ring. Is he connected to Decker? Rebecca Romain, rogue agent. Ooh. Ooh, wouldn't that be great? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find out starting in episode five ten, airing early next year. Early next year. Now, do we know anything about what that means? No, like, like that's uh, why we're vague about it, Gray. Yeah. So, so we. It could be a long gap. It could be a short gap. We just don't know. Nope. Too bad. We don't know, but um, we hope that it's like January or February. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, am I wrong in thinking that at this point the Decker's rogue CIA? Are you guys getting that vibe too? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because Beckman didn't know anything he, about, you know, him sending the intersect. Yeah. Yeah. The new intersect. Interesting. So it could, it could be, it, when you think about that, it could be that she's probably working with her people mm-hmm. on the inside. Mm-hmm. To try and take him down. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, That'd that be could be cool. A really cool Beckman storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we need we need to see Beckman with a bazooka again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least she's out from behind the desk. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? She has like. And I love the way they shot that scene so it looked like he was, you know, it was someone really tall. Coming. <laughs> was, ah, it's Beckman. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Well, so I guess uh, on that note, um, we will enjoy next Chuck on Friday night, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.